On today's show, Aaron Judge wins the AL MVP like he was supposed to. The Yankees announced that they reached a one-year deal with Isaiah Kiner-Falefa for 2023. We'll talk about that. And there are rumors going around on Twitter about another possible Aaron Judge destination that kind of scares me and should scare you, plus other trades that are happening pre-Thanksgiving. What is happening in baseball? We'll talk about it all next on Locked on Yankees. You are Locked on Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Friday, everyone. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Stacey Gatsoulias. I'd like to thank you for making Locked On Yankees your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms, including Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can watch and subscribe to us on YouTube. Also hit the thumbs up button to like our videos and the bell so you're notified as soon as our videos go live. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. So in not shocking news whatsoever, Aaron Judge was named AL MVP. Hallelujah. It's not surprising. I was surprised, though, by how many people voted for him, because in our Twitter bubble, you see a lot of conversations going around, writers talking about it, fans talking about it, and how, how do you vote against Otani? He plays two positions. It doesn't even matter if he's not the best at both positions. It's the fact that he plays both positions. My standpoint is... Okay, so if we're going to keep giving Otani the MVP every year, why bother having the vote? Or why don't we just make a separate award for Otani since he's the only two-way player in baseball? How about that? It would have been absolutely ludicrous if Aaron Judge didn't win AL MVP. But again, very shocked that he won by as many votes as he won by. He got 28 first-place votes Two writers in L.A. didn't vote for him for first place. And that's not shocking because they see Shohei Otani every day. But I was pleasantly surprised that the rest of that group of 30 didn't disappoint me and that it wasn't closer. Because, again, just judging from the conversations I saw on Twitter, I really thought it was going to be a lot closer. So I was pleasantly surprised by what I saw. Judge looked genuinely excited. They had Giancarlo Stanton announce that he was the MVP, which I thought was absolutely adorkable. And that is a word. I don't care what anyone says. And yeah, it was just, it was a nice ending, I guess. I mean, you know, obviously the better ending would have been a World Series ring plus the MVP, but we all can't, you know, we, we don't always get what we want. Or you can't always get what you want, like the Rolling Stones say. So Judge said, the motivation throughout the year, man, it goes to my teammates. I said that all year. They constantly pushed me day in and day out just to show up and play because I see the hard work they put in. I've got to show up just like them without the special crew we had this year in the past couple of years. 
I know I definitely wouldn't be in this position. And he got lots of congratulations from his Yankee teammates, including Luis Severino, who was on a trip with his wife to Egypt. He was riding camels. I saw it on Instagram yesterday. And I guess he maybe woke up and found out that Judge won the MVP because I'm assuming he was already asleep in Egypt when it was announced. And that was kind of funny to see that he put that on Instagram. He got congrats from everyone. Obviously, Giancarlo Stanton congratulated him last night, but he also congratulated him on Instagram. Jose Trevino, Isaiah Condor-Falefa, who we'll be talking about in segment two, congratulated him. And yeah, again, nothing to take away from Otani. Otani's incredible, but Aaron Judge played out of his mind this year, and there was no way that he couldn't win that award. Now, Judge said, I was extremely nervous. You're going up against Jordan Alvarez, one of the top premier hitters in the game, and Shohei Otani is by far one of the best players on this planet. You never want to assume anything. Both of those guys had incredible years, and it's been fun competing with them over the years. So Judge is the first Yankees MVP since Alex Rodriguez in 2007. He's also the first Yankees outfielder to win it since Mickey Mantle in 1962. Judge is the second player to win both Rookie of the Year and MVP with the Yankees. He joins Thurman Munson, who won Rookie of the Year way back in 1970, and the AL MVP in 1976. And he's the 21st MVP in Yankees history. Pretty cool deal. Brian Cashman said he was incredible in every facet of the game in 2022 and put up a season that ranks with the very best of all time. Aaron's success was especially meaningful for our organization as we've been able to watch him grow throughout his professional career into the player and leader he has become. An offensive force in the batter's box, a run preventer wherever you put him in the field, and someone who sets the tone in the clubhouse with his relentless commitment to winning. He's been our MVP for quite some time now, and this honor couldn't be more deserved. Back up the Brinks truck, Brian. Thank you. So, he played in 157 games. I just had to do quick math because the article I'm looking at said playing in all but five games. And my addled brain had to think quick there. Oh, yes. 162 minus five is 157. So, he led the majors in runs, homers, RBI, just kidding, RBI, on-base percentage, slugging percentage, OPS, OPS+, plus, and total bases. He also was an all-star, and he won his third Silver Slugger career. Pretty cool. Pretty cool deal. And not only that, he's going to be on Jimmy Fallon tonight. Although you can tell, I think they filmed it yesterday because it looks like he's wearing the outfit similar to what he wore when they announced the MVP. But he's supposed to be surprising fans and he's going to be dressed as an umpire and Jimmy Fallon's going to be dressed as a Yankee player. So that should be interesting. Do you remember when Aaron Judge first came up and they had him interviewing people on Fallon's show? And he was talking about Aaron Judge and they were talking to him as if he wasn't Aaron Judge. He was wearing glasses similar to this. And uh, it was like, I guess it was the whole Superman Clark Kent thing. And they didn't recognize that it was him because he was wearing his glasses. Understandable, I guess. Now, Judge also led the AL with 111 walks. 
He finished five batting points shy of the Triple Crown. And let's see. In his sixth full season as a big leaguer, Judge played gold glove caliber defense in center field and right field, making a career high 74 starts in center and 54 in right, which kind of screwed him in the gold glove because he had that split. If he had played in one position, he quite possibly could have won. I don't know about center field, but maybe if he stuck it in right field. Because people, I don't know. I don't think they downplay his defense. But I feel like in some cases, they see him make a catch against the wall. They're like, well, yeah, he's 6'7". Of course he's going to make that catch. But then there are also times where he's running for the ball and stretching for the ball and diving for the ball. And you realize how athletic Aaron Judge is. So kudos to Aaron Judge. Good for you. Congratulations. Awesome job. And again, awesome job by the writers by not screwing this up and making it closer than it needed to be. So um, in a moment, we're going to discuss the deal that the Yankees made with Isaiah Kiner-Falefa for 2023. But first, Bet Online is your first source for sports betting, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. We've got it all at betonline.net. Now, I wonder, I haven't checked but I wonder if there is a line wondering if Buffalo is going to actually be able to leave Buffalo because they had to move Buffalo's game this weekend because uh, that area in some places they're getting as many as five feet of snow. They're already up to four in some spots. And from what they said on the news, they hadn't left the Buffalo area to go to Detroit, which is where they're going to be playing. So I don't know what they're thinking. Bet online is always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online, where the game starts. Thanks for making Locked On Yankees your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. So the news came out earlier, and uh, much to the dismay of most people, (laughs) when I say most people, I mean me, the Yankees and Isaiah Kiner-Falefa agreed to a one-year six million dollar contract avoiding arbitration now he had been reported as a non-tender candidate after earning 4.7 million this past season and it looked like that was a possibility and then all of a sudden it seemed like literally 10 minutes later they came out with the news that he was going to be back on a deal for a year now this doesn't mean he's going to start every day at shortstop they could always pay him six million dollars to play different positions maybe to give Donaldson a day off a third I'd said it on the show a few times I feel like Kiner Falefa might be better at third and there might be less pressure on him at shortstop shortstop is like the general of the infield and you really have to be a good defensive player to play shortstop and it's been a while since the Yankees have had a good defensive player playing shortstop and then they had that whole 20-year hole where they had I'm just kidding I'm not going to diss Derek Jeter Derek Jeter was not that great at defense okay everyone and I know but he won gold gloves 
When did he start winning those gold gloves? Right, when A-Rod came over to the, to the team and was playing third base. A-Rod should have played shortstop when he was traded over. He was the better shortstop. Yeah. So anyway, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa could be one of those guys where they stick him at different positions. Because I think after all the hubbub, the hullabaloo, the kerfuffle, the brouhaha, I'm just kidding. Um, I sound like a thesaurus. I sound like a thesaurus. There's the word. I can't see them putting him out there. Not after this season. Unless they really have him work on his game at spring training and just drill after drill after drill and make him really practice playing shortstop. Which they could do. But I really would prefer for them to bring Volpe or Peraza up. I would prefer Peraza right now because he has the experience and he's played in the majors and he knows what to expect in the majors. But I can't see Isaiah, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa starting. Not after what happened this past season. Um, I don't understand the move and why they did this. But they did. So, IKF batted 261, 314, 327 with 20 doubles, 4 home runs, 48 runs batted in. He had a career-high 22 stolen bases in 142 games. So, this is what's driving me crazy. And I, I said this after the playoffs ended. I said it after Boone and Cashman's press conferences a couple of weeks ago. This is what the article says, and it makes my head want to explode. And let me know if it makes your head want to explode. Though the Yankees repeatedly defended Kiner-Falefa's defense, citing internal metrics that painted him among the top three to five shortstops in the league, Kiner-Falefa was charged with 15 errors during the regular season. And let's not talk about, or let's talk about, no, we will talk about it. Let's not forget the different plays that they didn't call errors that he screwed up and balls that Rizzo had to scoop up or even Marwin Gonzalez when he played first or even Ronald Guzman when he played first or DJ LeMahieu when he played first you know there were plenty of moments where you would watch a ball go to Isaiah Kiner-Falefa and I don't know about you but I was watching through my fingers toward the end of the season just oh no don't hit it to him you know that sort of a thing and if you're not watching on YouTube I just acted like I was witnessing a car crash, basically. I just, I don't understand. I don't understand. But again, we might not see him start. We really might. They might bring him through spring training and just be like, yeah, he's going to be on the bench. He might, maybe he might turn out to be the guy that they wanted DJ LeMayhew to be. Also, there was news about DJ LeMayhew. They're not going to know if he's going to need surgery for another few weeks, which I don't understand why that is. Why not just have the surgery and then heal from it so you're ready for spring training? I don't understand the injury, and it's really, like, bad what's happening to him. The fact that they still have to wait to find out, because that's just going to push into 2023 if you keep pushing it off. It's, it's November 18th. And they think they said they have to wait another six weeks before they find out if he needs surgery. That's a long time. You're getting into next year and closer and closer to spring training. It's not like there's going to be a lockout or anything, so they're going to be reporting right on time. Back to Kiner-Falefa. 
Aaron Boone said, on the balance of the season, Kiner Falefa was very good. I know there were some frustrations with the errors that he would have on occasion and where I felt I had to do something with the lineup because I felt it was something that came into play during one of the series. But on the whole, I feel like he was, by and large, excellent defensively and in the top part of the league among shortstops. Again. No. <laughs> oh, now this. This makes me happy. No offense to Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. He seems like a really good dude. You know, he grew up a Yankee fan out in Hawaii. His father took him to the right field bleachers, this and that. He just shouldn't be shortstop. You know, maybe they play him somewhere else. But this says, resigning Kiner-Falefa does not necessarily preclude the Yankees from seeking a trade involving him. Hal Steinbrenner said this week that it is his intent to give top prospects Oswald Peraza and Anthony Volpe opportunities to win starting jobs in the middle of infield. And GM Brian Cashman said that could be sorted out in the spring. So what did I just say? Yeah, I didn't pull that out of my rear end. I knew I read that somewhere. So, and plus Hal said it on the show last week, the hot stove. And he did have a part two to that interview, and I didn't get to watch that earlier. So, hey, this, he could be part of a trade. I'm a little worried that they might throw Glaber into a trade because there are rumors about that. There are rumors about a lot of different things going on on Twitter. Uh, I know not everyone is on the Twitter sphere, and I know that there are rumors about Twitter's demise and that it might be happening soon, and um, I really hope not, because I like Twitter. Um, I wouldn't have this gig if it weren't for Twitter, so I really hope Twitter survives. But we're going to talk about some of those rumors going around and a trade involving a former Yankee, and yeah, there's some uh, baseball stuff to talk about, which is amazing, because it's not even Thanksgiving. We still have just under a week till Thanksgiving and teams are making moves. So we'll talk about all that in a moment. But first, did you know that over the holidays, property crimes like burglaries and package thefts spiked nationally? That's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering 50% off their award-winning security system so that more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. Order your Simply Safe system for half off today and enjoy advanced security and greater peace of mind this holiday season. Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by US News and World Report for a third year in a row. Simply Safe is whole home security with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door. HD security cameras for inside and out, smarter ways to detect motion that alert you only when a threat is real, and even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. With the top-rated Simply Safe app, stay in control of your system anytime, anywhere. Disarm, arm, unlock for a guest, access your cameras, or adjust your system settings. All from your phone. You could do this from your phone if you're at a game. That's pretty cool. So don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system that we recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash MLB. This is their biggest discount of the year, so don't wait. That's simplysafe.com slash MLB. There's no safe like Simply Safe. So before I started recording, I'm going to get my phone out. I saw a tweet from John Heyman talking about the Dodgers being in the running, possibly, for Aaron Judge, which kind of makes me a little worried because who, I mean, who wouldn't want to play on the Dodgers and be in that lineup with all those guys? I mean, honestly, 
I know the Dodgers didn't make it very far this year after winning 111 games because, as they always say, you never know what's going to happen in the playoffs. No one knew the Phillies were going to make it to the World Series. And this was the Heyman tweet. Word going around now is Dodgers will make a run at Aaron Judge. Logical with $100 million now off the books with Bellinger, Kimbrell, Anderson, Heaney, Price, and both Turners off the roster. That's right. Why can't the Yankees go after Trey Turner? I know why. Because it makes too much sense. That's why. The Dodgers need shortstop third base starters, relievers, and now an outfielder. God, because you know, oof. I just pictured it. Oh, no. I hope that wasn't a deja vu or like a psychic moment, but I actually just pictured Aaron Judge in a Dodgers uniform. I really hope that doesn't happen. I really hope that not that, that doesn't happen. Because Cody Bellinger was non-tendered. So, that's why the Dodgers are coming into play. And Gio Urshela was traded out to L.A., but to Anaheim, L.A. <laughs> he is now an angel, and it looks like they might have him as their shortstop. That's what I was seeing on the report, so that's something interesting. He was traded for minor league right-handed pitcher Alejandro Hidalgo. And Jeff Passan reported it first. Of course he did, because Jeff Passan reports everything first. He's the one that reported the Isaiah Kiner-Falefa deal as well. So, why couldn't, why couldn't the Yankees get Gio Urshela back? And then, in another move that happened just before I started, re started recording, and after I saw the Heyman tweet about Judge, this happened a few minutes later, the Twins acquiring Kyle Farmer from the Reds. Pending a review of medical records. Interesting. That's an interesting move. I'm just surprised that moves like this are being made already. Um, not that it's major stuff, but as I said, it's November 18th. You know, it's before the winter meetings, and I know these aren't huge moves that are being made, but, you know, things are happening. So maybe this is a good sign for the offseason as we get further into it, because that's the biggest complaint when it comes to the off season it feels like free agent signings are happening later and later every year and it would be nice for things to get out of the way I'm really hoping that the Yankees don't screw things up with Aaron Judge and are able to bring him back all of his teammates are you know saying things you know Nestor Cortez also posted after Judge won the MVP saying something oh it was a picture of the two of them in the field during the the national anthem and he said you know i hope to be able to listen to a, a lot more anthems with you on the field and it's just like yeah i mean obviously these guys want judge to come back and you know he's close with all those guys rizzo's coming back and the yankees just need to not screw this up the ball is in the yankees court as they say the Yankees are in the driver's seat. They're the ones who can screw this up royally. And when I say Yankees, I really mean the front office. And I would really like for them to not screw this up. And I think you all agree with me that uh, we don't want them to screw this up. Now, I'm trying to think if there were any other rumors that I saw today, trade-wise. But I think the Dodgers having so much money coming off the books 
it's logical for them to think to themselves, hey, we keep getting all the big players. We got Mookie. We got Freddie Freeman. Why not get Aaron Judge? I mean, he would be literally the biggest player <laughs> out of those guys. As we all know, during that All-Star game, when he was at bat and Freddie Freeman was playing first, he's like, oh, man, I don't want him coming to first base. He's going to make me look short. And Freddie Freeman's a big dude. So, uh, yeah, that would be quite a lineup. I mean, even though they've lost a few of those guys, just plugging Aaron Judge into that lineup would be amazing for the Dodgers. That's frightening. I know no one in the uh, AL, no one in the NL West would like for that to happen. Um, I'm already imagining Paul Holden, our host of Locked On Rockies, just freaking out about this and being like, no, please, this can't happen. This cannot happen. Because he's always that way when it comes to the Dodgers doing anything. Because, you know, the poor Rockies are always being beaten up by the Dodgers. And, you know, all these teams have, like, no chance of winning the division with the Dodgers right there. And the Dodgers always spending money and doing the right thing. And, yeah, I know. They've only won that one World Series. And it was during the, the strike. No, not strike. During the COVID-abbreviated season. But, you know, during the regular season, you can't really find a better team than them. And I know that doesn't really mean anything these days, but they're making it so the regular season doesn't mean anything these days. I don't know. Baseball's got to fix that a little bit. And, oh, I saw a question on Reddit that I thought was interesting about the Yankees. Someone posed this question. Who do you think is going to benefit the most with the shift being eliminated? I think Anthony Rizzo. Um, but I think Giancarlo Stanton might also, because um, there are some times where he's, you know, guys are shifted a little bit too much for him and he hits into it. But I'm really thinking Rizzo. I think you'll see a lot more singles from him, but I think you're going to see a lot more singles from a lot of guys because there are so many times where balls are hit and you think to yourself, if the shift wasn't there, this guy would have a single. That happened to Joey Gallo a few times. Poor Joey Gallo. I wonder what's going on with him. <laughs> Someone even joked about the Yankees bringing him back. Not after, not after the way he left and some of the things he was saying. No, I don't have anything personally against Joey Gallo. So don't come after me, Bryce, host of Locked On Rangers. I actually liked Joey Gallo and I was very disappointed that it didn't work out for him here because I just think it would have been... I was just picturing Gallo and Rizzo, the two Italian dudes, celebrating home runs and having a lot of fun and doing all silly Italian hand gestures. I'm 30% Italian about that, so I'm, I'm always doing funny hand gestures as well. I'm allowed to do that. Um, so it's disappointing that he wasn't able to do things here, um, but let's just hope that... Uh, Let's hope that the Yankees sign Aaron Judge and that they don't have to try and bring Joey Gallo back to play. <laughs> to play here. Hey, Joey Gallo, can you play right field for us? That would be pretty funny. No, it wouldn't be funny. It would be horrifying. Let's not, let's, I want to take that back. Let's take it back. I'm, I'm sorry I even put that out into the, inter, into the universe. I'm so sorry. Don't blame me if this happens, please. I'm, I apologize. So Aaron Judge wins the MVP the way he was supposed to. By a large margin. I almost, I almost said large marge from uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. 
Isaiah Kainer-Falefa comes back on a one-year, $6 million deal, or, you know, not comes back, but they, instead of non-tendering him. But this doesn't mean that he's going to stay. Speaking of hand gestures, what is happening here? And Gio Rochelle is traded. Aaron Judge, Dodgers are looking at him, but everyone's looking at him. And, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So, next week... We're starting off with the G's, Giancarlo and Glaber Torres. I'm going to put them in the same episode. We're going to talk about their 2022 season. Why did I say it like that? I don't know why. It's Friday. It's the end of the week, and my brain has had it. So that's it for this episode of Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Remember, you can listen to the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can watch and subscribe to us on YouTube again. Hit the thumbs up button to like our videos, comment on YouTube, and click the bell so you know when our videos go live. And once again, I'd like to thank you for making Locked On Yankees your first listen today. For your second listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. One more thing, if you could be so kind, please rate the podcast and spread the word about this podcast to your fellow Yankee fans. We would really appreciate it. So enjoy your weekend, and unless something earth-shattering happens this weekend, I'll talk to you on Monday. Thank you.